Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Divisional round jumping off uh, this weekend. My man's is ready to watch his football team uh, advance. Uh, hopefully, they'll take it on the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk a little more football as the day progresses. We'll talk about the other games uh, as well. But we want to shift our attention after a rather chaotic first 56 minutes of this show, both uh, in front of the mic and behind the scenes. Uh, we'll try to get back on track for those just tuning in. I'm confident that's not how news works. No one really finds out news from the radio anymore uh, is if you heard us announce it, you probably already saw it on your phone that the Raiders are moving forward with Antonio Pierce uh, as their head coach. Uh, That is official. Adam Schefter reported they are finalizing uh, that deal, and uh, Antonio Pierce will be the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders moving forward. I love to see that, man. I love to see that. Like I told uh, you guys when Kyle was in here, I feel like Antonio Pierce earned this opportunity with how he galvanized that locker room and got those guys on the same page to close out the season. And they had, I think it was week seven, there's 18 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. It was week 17. They were still technically alive for a division championship. Or maybe it was week 16. No, I think it was 16. Yeah, there no, was I mean, a, I think the, did they lose to the Colts? To the there Colts. was a tough, yeah. I think it was the Colts, there was a Colts game. I think they lost mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that kind of ended that conversation. But, um, the Raiders have a lot of work ahead. Antonio Pierce has a lot of work ahead. I assume it's Champ Kelly uh, has a lot of work ahead to to kind of fix up that roster, uh, particularly at that quarterback position. But a quick follow-up before we get back to the Kings that doesn't necessarily have to do with the Raiders but does have to do with the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. If I give you the Wolverines, if I give you your Wolverines or the field, mm-hmm. where's your boy going? Oh, the field. He's going to the really? NFL. Really? He's leaving? Yeah, he's going to the NFL. Okay. We know he's interviewed for the Chargers. I think he's interviewed for the Falcons. One, Is that it? Yeah. I don't even think he interviewed with the Raiders, he, did he? No, no, I don't think so either. And if he did, they didn't announce it. Okay. Um, That's what I thought. Uh, one, one thing about that that kind of raised my antennas a little bit about you talk about Michigan or the field. Is there? I think there's like three guys that are coming back to school, mm. and it was just I I, I know uh, Edwards, the running back, who had a big national championship game, was like, "Yo, get the hell out of here!" Like, y'all you taking just did in the uh, championship game? Like, go out of here. He's coming back to school. I have fun with the rivalry. I'm not necessarily. I can't. I can't well, classify myself. Shout out to your new offensive. Well, player. I was going to ask, are y'all taking applications? Are y'all allowing? Are you allowed to switch teams? Because when I saw Ohio State hired Bill O'Brien, oh, man. I said, "Well, oh boy, Bob is in Columbus." I knew uh, college football was going to change forever, but I didn't know it was. I didn't know it meant that. So, I guess I'll. I guess Come I'll on, just man. treat college football like I treat the NFL. We'll, we'll be. We'll I'll be at. The, uh, we'll be the at the Big brothers. House, Ann Arbor. Um, to start going, the season against go, Fresno State. Come oh, on, I can do go. that. I'll do yeah. that. I was going to say I'm going to go sit out in the cold, but I, I, I can oh, do yeah, that yeah, at the start I'm of the season. I can do that. One day I'm going to do it. I think, I think probably 
Maybe when my kids are grown up. You, you, to the game in November? Yeah. Because it's always – I mean, I could – we could still have Thanksgiving. I leave on Friday. That could happen. Yeah, I mean, you could take them with you. I don't think they'll – they have, they have they no probably ties wouldn't to want to. Yeah, I, I, yeah no, less. but I think you – I think everyone – I think sports fans should see – every. like, I, I know you can point to schools and all of that. Every sports fan should see a major college football game. Mm-hmm. You should be in a college town for – I had it, – it was something that never – Cross like I th- th- would I love to go to Ohio State, Michigan. Sure, would I love to go to some of these big rivalries? Absolutely. But being in Tennessee for Tennessee, Bama, Tennessee, Florida, yeah, man, it's special. Some good stuff. Man. It's it's very very special. Even as obviously I was a fan of Tennessee, yeah. but even just being there as a sports fan, it's an incredible. Sacramento, California. Yeah, no so. shout out Sac State. We don't have that. Yeah. When you see, you know, I, I always point to in Knoxville going. You you walk. Is you're on campus, you kind of walk down to the stadium, mm-hmm. and then w- when you're you, you, when you're on top of that hill, and it's it's not a steep hill, but it's an incline that you a decline that you see down. It's just a sea of orange, like nothing else is there except orange, yeah. and it's a hundred thousand people walking into that stadium. There is no sight like that. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal, it's and I encourage. Special. I encourage every every sports fan to to if you if you're if you're lucky enough to get that opportunity, take it. Yeah, I, it's I, amazing. I go Even with time. no ties, I think you'll be amazed. Yeah, I got to go to a big time big time game. I um, I the closest thing I've been to is SC Cal at Cal, and it was mm-hmm. the year after SC won the um, Rose Bowl, so they were good. I think they were like a top ten team. Cal was whatever, but it was the middle of the day. Like it was, it was a picturesque day. It's like old school Pac-10, right? Like it was five o'clock start. It was the third week of the season, so the weather was good, and that was the. I was like, this is dope. Like walking through Berkeley to get to the stadium, like this is dope. I never. I went to an SC game. They played Arizona at the Coliseum. That was kind of whatever, but I, I, I definitely need to do one of those, uh, one of those big time games. Man, Indeed. For sure. Sure. Yeah, I thought we were going to the national championship game, but it's not going to be in Vegas. It's not. No, remember uh, scheduled to be in Vegas, but they had oh. like a electronics. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. We we looked that up the <laughs> other day. Yeah, and they yeah, got yeah. booted out of there. So yeah, they're like in the back of the line. I think it's yeah. going. I don't know where it's they going. probably have the other. Yeah, it's, it's probably like, set. Yeah, yeah there's like it was like three or four in a row. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of locations, real quick, because we probably won't get out of time. Do you did you see the World Cup final got their location? I didn't. It's gonna be at Jerry's World. Okay. When it's here, the World Cup final. Yeah, yeah. It's a fail by L.A. and SoFi because they <laughs> built that place where they couldn't have relation soccer stadium. Man. But how you don't oh. plan for that? That's crazy. Oh wow! In Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, you sell out every game like easily. That is crazy. So they yeah. they kind of eliminated those. Bad look. And it was between MetLife and Jerry's World and Jerry's Met World. MetLife, New York, mm-hmm. New Jersey. Jerry's World got it. It's a pretty big deal. What's yeah. that? Twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Man, World Cup coming to coming to USA. That's gonna be pretty dope. Phoenix can do it, right? I was gonna call it the University. The, 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 I feel the like Cardinal they could. Stadium can't. I think yeah, they're all the time. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say they've had games there before. Um, 
Okay. It's not is a, Jerry still the gold standard? Or is that for, for, stadiums? Um, given that SoFi is built now, given that uh, Allegiant. Bank of America is built. Oh, Bank of America. And, um, and Allegiant. I think, I think Jerry still is. People go crazy it's still, over SoFi, though. Yeah. SoFi is amazing. Allegiant's pretty. Uh, Allegiant's fire. Allegiance, Allegiance looks, looks Allegiance fine. incredible. It, my, it's absolutely my incredible. Boy, my homeboy, he, um, I was telling him about that. He I'm a like, Vegas guy now, so I know all about <laughs> Allegiance. Vegas Sparling. He, he was, I was like, yeah, Allegiance looks like it's lit. He's like, ah, Allegiance is cool. He's like, it's like a basketball arena, though. He said, SoFi the one. Okay. SoFi is the one. I was like, I got to check out. Some I wonder what he means by that. Basketball arena. I wonder yeah, what, it's, I wonder just, it's all black. Yeah. Like like on the inside, like it's it's just all black. Yeah. The, the the wind sweet that we all talk about. Yeah, no, it's it's it fire though. Sick. It's fire though. Um, okay, now we can get back to the Kings. Um, I, I <laughs> though I don't know what to say that we already haven't said seemingly for the last week or so. Um, a lot of frustration. I think lies with Harrison Barnes. A lot of frustration lies with the Kings missing free throws. I was just, I was just gonna say, uh, Kings related because before Kyle came and everything, you, you'd asked me. You said, "How do you, how do you feel about mm-hmm. last night and everything that's going on?" Uh, last night was frustrating, uh, for sure. Uh, once again, you know they had spurts and moments. Not just talking about like that final three minutes, but just throughout the game where. They played well, but they ha- they haven't been able to put together a complete game um, for about a week or so at this point. Yeah, and they're in a rut right now. Like I think a lot of people. Milwaukee last night, was pretty complete, wasn't it? Milwaukee, I mean, you missed was, the, you, you obviously right. missed the free throws, missed the free but throws, but they the other stuff. Game, yeah, yeah, they played well. Um, but they're they're just. I, I look at it like this. I feel like they're in a rut right now, and they've got to. They've got to get out of the rut. They've got to come together to get out of it but they also they've got to they've got to figure out which direction they want this season to go you know it's not it's not going to turn around or fall apart in one game but you know there's a stretch of games that I don't have a number for that all right man figure your way out of this thing yeah you know figure figure a way to work out of this thing they're figure out Atlanta Let's start there. Figure out Atlanta, Figure out Atlanta yeah. on Monday. But and they're 100% correct. But my whole point to that, though, was if they beat Atlanta, not every, it's not all fixed. No, uh, no, like, no, no, for sure. But just then, like last night, if they would have won, right. it wasn't all fixed. That's like yeah. it's, it's not all lost because they lost the game. But that's a good starting point, right? Like, get a win. Yeah. Get a win. Get a win on Monday. You feel good about yourself again. And – you know, start to put together, you know, a string of good five, games. Five straight losses is uncharted waters for yeah. this team. It hasn't yeah. happened. What, what's, what would it take for you guys to, like, start to feel better about this team? Because, like, looking at them, like, the four-game losing streak is bad, but it's kind of, to me, it's like who they are this season. They're going to win some. They're going to lose a couple or whatever. Like, you look at their um, their schedule um, this season, it's win a couple, lose a couple. It's just they have yeah. no flow they've been able to get into. So I'm kind of – I'm not – like too worried about this just because I feel like they'll reel off a couple of wins or whatever and go back to this. So you say, what will it take to feel better about this team? Yeah, give me give me six of seven, give me seven of eight, give me something like that. That makes me feel better than I feel right now, but probably puts them on track to just being what they've been for the last little stretch. Yeah. How they follow that six of seven or seven of eight up or whatever, that that will tell the story of is is what we've seen this first half of the season is that the Sacramento Kings. 
we don't have to. I understand it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, especially when it's the Pacers, especially when it's Buddy, especially when it's all those those intangibles, and you have the 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 street three straight losses and the way in which they happened with the missed free throws, the Dame Lillard buzzer beater, and the blowout on national television. Mm-hmm. Right, I, emotions are high. You want to be, you want to yell, you want to throw things, you want to tweet angry things, but. We don't have to pretend like teams haven't gotten better in the second half of the season. I think for us, though, the group of us watching and listening who watch this team on a night-to-night basis, I don't know what to hang my hat on to say that's going to get better. Mm. Right? We we could do the Kevin Herter thing. Mm -hmm. And we pointed this out two weeks ago. And this is where where I'm really stuck. Because we pointed this out two weeks ago when when – Chatter started. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're like a month away. This is what we're doing for the next month? Because I absolutely believe there is a concern, whether it's by individuals, a collection of individuals, or it's the roster as a whole, about who's being traded mm-hmm. or who could be traded in the next couple of weeks. They've got a lot of games before February 9th. Or February 8th, excuse me. They're going to have to find a way to get over that. I don't care if y'all don't want to talk to the media. I don't care if y'all don't want to do I, That's fine. I don't care about none of that. But if y'all are really wrapped up about who may or may not be traded, this is going to be a really, really, you, you could find yourself in a position that you can't get out of. Mm. Not to insinuate they're going to lose every game until the trade deadline. Right. But if you're losing a large chunk of tr- uh, games until the trade deadline, I think that's problematic. I think there are guys that could be lost. I think Davion is a bit lost. Mm. And I think and I and I absolutely do partially blame Mike Brown for that. I think Kevin Herter just now hulking up. I blame Mike Brown for some of this. Right? I'm I'm willing to point the finger in a lot of different places. And I'll point the finger at Harrison Barnes too. Yeah. He doesn't suck. No matter no matter how he's discussed on social media or radio shows or podcasts or whatever, Harrison Barnes is not a bad basketball player. Harrison Barnes is playing like a bad basketball player, and that's a problem. Right. And that's a problem when you can't afford that. When your bench, as who earlier this year and all through last year was such a strong point for you, has just suddenly run into a brick wall and can't can't you know contribute the way that they have on a regular basis, that's a problem. And and what's going on right now, and everything you laid out is is 100% correct, what's going on right now is is really a time that's going to test their their mental toughness as a group. I know Sabonis talked yesterday in the the locker room, and he kind of talked about, like, we got to figure it out. We're still together. We're still here. You know, he said the locker room is still strong. We're, We're still rocking with each other. Yeah, but we, you know, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. You know, we gotta get out of this rut. And you know, if they, if they are overly concerned about the trade deadline and who's gonna be here, who's not here, all this other stuff, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. That's also a testament to how mentally tough you can be in these type of situations. Because yes, nobody likes to be on the trading block. Nobody likes to have um, their their job security or where they're going to play and a whole bunch of uncertainty, but you still got a job to do it's Just because that's happened. It doesn't mean you can't play well. 
or it's okay to not play well or it's okay to lose games. Like, you still got a job to do. And the, the toughest people mentally are able to at least for two hours get past that, execute what they can, and keep moving. You know what I mean? And right now, it's not only the guys that are on the trading block. It's probably some of the guys that are safe that are just, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, James mentioned that uh, earlier. Uh, Kings are 23-18 and 18 halfway through the season. We'll talk about that. We'll get your vibe, and we'll open up the phone lines, 916-909-1320. It's Dilo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Wow. That was it. That was it. This, this day, boy. <laughs> Why, does these, why do these things always happen on Friday, too? Every Friday. Hey, Friday. hey, I told the chat, when a joke becomes reality, <laughs> woo, and now now Jazzy510 has turned her, her, her vengeance towards me because I made a little remark about how pale Dan Orlowski looks on television. And, hey, and, hey and, that's uh, and Jazzy510 getting Seth the joke. That's Seth Rollins right there. That's, that is Seth Rollins. Jasmine? Yeah. What she, what she just did, that was... Seven. Swinging around steel chairs. Here comes Jazz. Oh, my, oh my God. Long, slow fall to the ground. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's ridiculous. Slow fall to the ground. He's just hanging on the ropes. <laughs> hey, Roman sold that like a million. <laughs> that was like the hardest chair shot of all time. And he just like, <laughs> the and way the he way sold he it. sold it where he like, he didn't even fall and just kind of collapse. Oh, so good. So good. But yeah, that's uh, Jasmine. That's cool. That's fine, Jazz. Oh, Come on now. I did, yep. Yeah, thrown right through the barbershop window. <laughs> right through the barbershop window. <laughs> he tried to escape out he the tried, barbershop. He tried to jump. He tried to jump through the barbershop window. I think that anniversary was like a week ago or something. Yeah, it was recently. They got like three runs today. Mike Tyson, no, that's what it was, Tyson and Austin, when they when mm, they met on Fresno. Raw. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah, Tyson and Austin, Tyson and Austin. That's a great call yeah. by by yeah, yeah, uh, by yeah, Jim Ron. Tyson and Austin, Tyson. <laughs> he knows how to get a call on sports. Center. Didn't uh, in the melee? Didn't Tyson uh, really like hit some people? No, or his, so his bodyguards or something like so that. So one of the stories about so no, I don't think he hit anyone. His bodyguards did. That's what. Okay, that's. And what they, they 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 were trying to sell it a little too much, and they connected. <laughs> so they kind of got they got checked a little bit by some of the older guys. But if you go back and watch it, you can see it when the whole melee breaks loose. I I I it, it, I'm sure it's an exaggeration, but Bruce Pritchard tells the story, and you can see it. Like five to ten thousand dollars goes flying out of Mike's pocket, and it's all over the ring. And as they're scuffling and shut, there's money flying over the, all over the place. So as the camera's moving, you can see his guys walking around the ring picking up hundred dollar bills. <laughs> you know what I'm about to go. To. They said they went to the back uh, when it was all over to tell Mike what a great job he did. 
and he's screaming at his associates about all of that money flying over the place. He said they opened the door. Mike is screaming at his guys, and they go, hey, Mike? He goes, hey, hey, great job, man. You killed it out there. Oh, man, thanks. I appreciate it. I love this so much. I had so much fun with you guys. I'm so excited about the next couple of months. Well, let us know if you need anything, Mike. You know, we got you. Okay. Hey, Mike, we want to do more of the. Hey, whatever you need, I got you. Like, I'm really excited. He shuts the door. Y'all let all that money go. And he just goes back to screaming at him the second the door shuts. <laughs> oh, there they go getting the money. You see? There they go see? getting the money. See? That is hilarious. Never noticed that before, did you? <laughs> no. The boys is down there trying to get that money. Because <laughs> Mike is standing up. Mike yeah, is yeah, good. Mike's and they, they're they, on the ground. They like, had to hold to get... Mike back as part of the the Austin bit. They had to hold him back to separate the two. So yeah, they had to go pick I up. I see all the that guy. Money. I see the guy. I think Austin really started hitting. Is that the guy on the, the ground? Not, yeah, yeah. He. I think he got a little sick of. <laughs> think he got a little sick of Brody and just. I think you can tell him. I think you can. I think you can see him tell him, "Don't get up." Like, cause he, cause he's hitting him, and he, and he goes yeah. towards his ear, and I'm assuming he says, "Don't get up," because when he moves, bro doesn't move. <laughs> he stays right there until Austin is out of the ring. Stay and, down. Don't get up. And Austin hits him with the, or, or McMahon hits him with the. You ruined it. You ruined it. Damn it. You ruined it. And he throws like the worst like left hook in history. <laughs> Bruh, that that's crazy. That happened in Fresno. That's, yeah, that's it's Fresno, California. Yes, indeed. Quick question about Janetti going through the window. Is that a big deal because the moment itself or because the careers went completely opposite directions after? A little bit of both. They were a pretty big tag. They were, like, what, the tag team at the, the time? Them and the Heart Foundation, maybe? The Rockers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was big. They were they were a big deal. Well, and, and the, the breakup was violent. Like that—that mm. that was not for that era. That wasn't a thing. Mm. Like there were very, 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 very few instances like that. Like that was violent. What? Like they threw him through, and he was busted open. What happened before? We and we can get back to the Kings. This is all better than what? talking about the Kings. <laughs> it's this Friday, is all, like it's Friday. This is all way better than what? talking about the last four games. What happened when like didn't didn't they have a match as the Rockers and and Shawn Michaels like walked off the apron or something like? Yeah, that? he was hitting on a girl. <laughs> So Marty went to make a tag, and Sean was hitting on a girl at ringside. Marty went to make a tag. Sean wasn't there. Marty gets rolled up. That's like what started the the breakup. And watching it as an adult is so much better because looking at Sean, and, I, and I'm sure I picked up on this as a kid, but walk, watching Sean come out in all black. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the, at the bar. Black leather yeah. jacket. Yeah. No, it was like, oh, it was, it was time. oh. <laughs> That's a heel right there. And I can't remember when he, like, transitioned to the heartbreak kid because I feel like he might have worn the rocker stuff for a little bit longer, like mm-hmm. not super long before he transitioned to, I think he had he, he got Sherry involved and mm-hmm. had that big mirror, the big heart yeah, yeah, mirror, yeah, yeah. and that uh, was the, the birth was of the heartbreak cool kid. He was a cool dude. Uh, there was a, I'm sure you saw it a couple of, uh, weeks ago. Somebody showed a clip of they were playing uh, – Sexy boy in the club. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, bro, if they play that. That was hilarious. Because you said I'm doing the whole Shawn Michaels I'm dance. I'm doing it all, man. Can you do it? If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, will you do the entire Shawn Michaels dance on the stream? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Do the little. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. Does that, too. Does that, too. Uh, Yo, the Kings. The Niners win on Saturday, I might do it. Well, hey. I'm with it. I'm with it. 
Um, the Kings are sending their fans through a lot of heartbreak. Yeah, there's no joy in Mudville right now. 23-18 and 18, halfway through this season. I keep going back to this the same word entitled mm. is anybody on board with me with that yet I'm not there yet I'm not there yet I think a lot of what's going on do they expect to be better than they are I, I, I don't know I don't know the answer to that one but you I do put think, your hand up no one saw that you yeah. put your hand up when I said is anyone on board with this word entitled they're entitled like they show up when they play the top teams and when you play teams like I don't like Indiana's a good team or whatever they got depth if if the Kings are what we thought, you don't lose to this team like that. Yeah, they got. Okay, depth, you don't blow a twenty. You don't though. blow a twenty two point lead with six minutes left. The Suns can run whatever um, offense they want to run, whatever go small or whatever. There's six minutes left. That's your NBA professional team. That's a game you win no matter what. That's why KD after the game was saying, "Oh yeah, I don't know what the hell happened." They they are entitled. They show yeah. they. I don't want to say like they show up when they want, but they don't play up how they should every game. I I understand it. I understand it. I I, I wouldn't. Label it entitlement. I don't get that feel from them of entitlement. One thing that I see is I think there's a, I just think they're not connected as a group, as a unit on the basketball court. They may like each other just the same, but they're not all, they're not all pulling in the same direction all the time. And number one, that's a problem. And number two, I think there are people who say, say you got eight people pulling in the right direction and you got nine people, eight people pulling in the right direction. Take that back. You got 10 people, eight people pulling in the right direction. Okay. And you got two guys that are kind of doing it. Mm -hmm. Like they're not just outright not doing nothing, Mm -hmm. but they're not doing it with the same Mm -hmm. intensity and focus that they did last year. So that's already a problem. But then you got guys like, man, I, I, I rock with Jesse, but, man, like, I wish he stopped being like this. Mm-hmm. Like, And now their mind is somewhere else as opposed to the task at hand. So, I so think, do you I think, think that's happening? Yeah, I think there's a disjointed nature. I don't think they're all connected and they're all – they're all the, the most important thing to that team is winning. I agree with that. Group. I agree with I agree with that line. I I don't know that I. That's why I I feel like. I would I think I I'd honestly think I'd feel a, a different and maybe even a lot different if 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 Domas hadn't spoken in the locker room yesterday, mm. if no one had said the line about, no we're good like we're fine we still love each other we're still working towards the same thing we're just there's things that we're not doing right. I'll pull the clip up from James and play it for everybody for those who didn't see it. But I would have questions about the locker room if they weren't. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't said that, excuse me. Um, I agree with the idea that they're, some of them are thinking about something else. But I don't know that it's necessarily, man, I can't stand when Jesse does that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. I, and I, I, don't, I don't even... I think it could be more like, yo, is Jesse going to be here in two weeks? Well, there's that. But it's also, like, there's a certain thing. I've never been I don't know why it. we keep using Jesse as an example. <laughs> is there something I don't know? Am I getting traded? <laughs> I'm going to go talk to Aaron right now. Um, we're not. Nobody's talking to Aaron well, right now. Nobody. Not till Monday. 
Um, he looks ridiculous today. I cannot <laughs> stress that enough. He looks absolutely ridiculous today. But um, I, I, I don't even – I think it could be some of that. But I don't even mean it in a, like in a malicious, nefarious type way, right? It's like – and I've never been in a professional locker room as a, as a participant, so mm-hmm. I can't fully speak to it, but I can imagine it's like Jesse – has something going on. Jesse's uncertain about what's going on. And it's like, I know Jesse not all the way tapped in with us. Mm. I ain't really going to say nothing because it's his life. Like, he got to look out for I, I ain't. Re- it just is what it is. When in actuality, you would hope you could go up to Jesse and be like, Jesse, I know you got a lot going on, bro, but what you're doing, See, that's, that's, yeah. this ain't it. Yeah. And I understand. I, I love you, dog. Like, I know you got to do what you got to do, but I don't know if you need to go as far as saying you're letting us down or whatever, but, like, hey, I need you to pick you it up. You here. We need you to be here. Exactly. And I don't know if those conversations are happening. And I think those type of things are going on. Because, like I said, I can absolutely empathize with what just what's on Jesse's plate right now, right? Like, damn, like, I get it. I, I get it. I ain't even going to tell you you're wrong for feeling how you feel, man. I get it. So I'm I'm just gonna kind of like leave it alone, but somebody needs to be like, yeah, I get it, but this ain't it. I need you to. I'm holding you accountable as long as you're here with us. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's pull up the sound so you guys can hear it for yourself in case you haven't. Uh, this courtesy of James Ham at the locker last night uh, with Demontis Sabonis. Domas, your first four-game losing streak since the beginning of last season. Just what's going wrong right now? It seems like you guys are struggling to finish games, the free throw thing and all that. Um, Like you said, there's plenty of games in this losing streak that we could have won. Um, We've just let them slide, you know, and uh, it can't happen. And um, That's four in a row, you know, and we got to do whatever we can uh, to come out against Atlanta and get that win. Looks like there were a couple times you were kind of frustrated defensively. What did you feel like you guys should have been doing better there? Um, I just feel like, you know, we were uh, we were scrambling all game, you know. Um, they moved the ball really well. They, they run out fast, you know, and uh, it was just tough. Uh, it was tough uh, to stay locked in. Can you explain the defensive inconsistencies? Coach was talking about, hey, there are times where you guys can be really good, couple that with your offense, and you guys are yeah. really good team, but then other nights it's just not there at all. We play, uh, we play good most of the game, you know, and then there's obviously uh, times in the game where, like, for example, the Phoenix game, end of the Milwaukee game, um, there's moments that uh, we just, I don't know, let go. I don't know if the moment gets too big or whatever it is, and um, uh, we just don't play our normal defense. And we got to f- figure out a way to get back into the game quicker. Don't want to ask you this earlier today, just the free throws. Yeah. I asked Kevin, like, hey, yeah. what do you do to get out for that? Yeah. What for you? What, what's what, what way of working? Uh, you just practice them. You know, uh, for me, uh, the more every team I've been a part of, the more you mention it, the more that um, it actually becomes a thing. Today, Malik was one for six. That's unheard of, you know? So it was mentioned. So when it gets mentioned, stuff like that happens, in my opinion, you know, so we're all telling us to we're shut gonna, the hell up, up right there. That's what we've been doing our whole careers. And, you know, no one wants to miss them when we go up. Do you, I mean, not to make this bigger than what it might be, but it's this skid. Mike talks about wanting to see how you guys respond to adversity. Does mm-hmm. this adversity feel different than maybe any adversity you guys have had? doesn't matter. We just need to go out there sure. and win. You know, all this, it's all talk now. You know, it's a uh, four, four, four games we've dropped. You know, um, we can't have a fifth one. You know, we're, we're, we're a top layout team, a top, top team. God damn. I didn't even catch that this morning. It's exactly what he said last year. Mm. Exactly mm. what he said leading into the Indiana game. Coming out of the Indiana game, he said we couldn't make three, four 
He just said we can't make four or five. In the, in the league and um, we, we got to figure it out. We should have figured it out by now. Domus, on the positive side, it seems like Kevin's found his game. It seems like Keegan is showing more and more of who he is. Mm-hmm. Just how good is that, it, especially if you guys are able to snap out of this mm-hmm. and what that might mean for you guys going forward? Um, I think it's great, you know. I feel like we have snapped out of it. We showed great basketball against Milwaukee, great against Phoenix. There were just some little spurts there that, that happened. So we can't go away from what has been working and what's been going good, you know. So we just got to take that negativity out and come out and get this win on Atlanta. Everyone will be happy. Is this team's like togetherness and, and cohesiveness being tested now in ways that you haven't seen since you've been here? No, we're all great. You know, um, that, that's the one thing about this locker room. You know, we all stick together. Um, we all love each other, you know, and uh, we know we know what we got to do. We've done it. We showed it in, in the Suns game and in the, in the Milwaukee game today. Even you know we just haven't done a complete game, so we couldn't leave with with the victory. You know, other teams might just collapse the whole game. Didn't hesitate either. It's a big deal to me, mm-hmm. uh, especially coming from him. It's a big deal. Didn't hesitate one bit when he was asked if if if, the, if when Jason Anderson asked him if the togetherness is uh, in question right now, being tested. Yeah. Nope, absolutely not. It's not far from what Malik said last year. I'm not going to let a splinter apart. Right. Um, I know everyone wanted to be past this. Mm-hmm. You wanted to. You wanted to be Boston or Denver or or or, or I guess Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's what. Look, this there there wasn't a big trade. There weren't massive roster upgrades. It's basically the same team. It's really really unfortunate because De'Aaron is playing so well. Totality. De'Aaron is playing really really well. I actually started to form a theory like, is Darren losing his all-star game spot? And I looked a little, I don't think we're there yet. It, it's, <laughs> it might be a little more in question. I don't think we're there yet. You look at what Domas is doing. Like you have these. Another triple-double. Yeah. 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 Sorry, bro. That's just bad. That's, that's just not that's news like today. That's like Yeah. That's how you get a triple-double, they <laughs> Man. Is Domas stat padding? <laughs> Chasing rebounds. What was the term they used for re- floor rebounds? Never heard of a floor <laughs> rebound before. Never heard of a floor <laughs> rebound. Floor rebound since. But somehow, when Russell Westbrook was accumulating uh, eighty-two triple doubles a year, they created some term called floor rebounds that they never used again. Um, <laughs> those two guys playing so well, it's like man, it's tough that everyone else can't keep up. And while you have two guys who seem to have, you know, hit the gas pedal a little bit with their games, you have a couple that are running out of gas or hit the brakes or maybe in Harrison Barnes, maybe Harrison took a wrong turn. We need to get, we need Harrison, to get here. We need to, that Jiffy Lube. We need to, hey, <laughs> Jiffy Lube can fix it. Whatever, whatever's wrong, Jiffy Lube can fix it. There's a new break pass. Man, he might. Something. He might. He might. And that bench needs a pep talk. But you know what? And and the Kings, what the Kings are going through or what the Kings are going through. It's not it doesn't make it any better with what I'm about to say. Like it, it just doesn't. But these things happen from time to time in the NBA and in sports. Yep. I mean, look, remember how now we knew they had some real issues in the locker room that I don't think this team has anything close to that going on. But the Warriors last year, that that team that they couldn't find footing and it looked like they weren't going to make it, yeah. end up making it into the second round. The Los Angeles Lakers, 
Remember what they were looking like for a little bit last year? We're able to turn it around. The Miami Heat literally was a, a playing team, just like the Lakers. We're able to turn it around. Sometimes these things happen, and sometimes you're able to kick out of it and you know, and, and continue to you know, ascend as a franchise and as a team. Sometimes you don't. I don't know what this Kings team is going to do right now. I don't know that right now. I mm-hmm. feel like they'll be fine, and what I mean fine – I mean, top six, worst case, play-in type team. But you, we, we don't know either way. But these things do happen. You have rough patches in the season, and you got to be able to kick out of them. The strongest teams kick out of them. I'm trying to find this. Hell, Denver had one. I want to I I I revisit the Warriors thing, but I don't want to ask about last year's Warriors – I want to ask about this year's Warriors, but I'm trying to get a a version I can put up on the screen because a push notification just went out from Bleacher Report that Chris Haynes said on a podcast that something happened behind the scenes that soured Pascal Siakam on Sacramento. Mm. I mean, I don't want to do the bit where I put my phone up to the microphone and turn it up because that's idiotic, but I'm going to try to find this sound. I would like for us to all listen to it together because, again, it's sound, so I just I c- can't read the transcript of it and relay it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to find that. If anyone sees it on Twitter, uh, tag us in it. Tag me in it specifically, uh, and we'll play that sound. But I'm curious to... I'm curious to see what, mm-hmm. what Chris Haynes says there. Chris Haynes has been on top of this story uh, for a while, so I'd be curious what Chris Haynes said. I'm I'm reading another tweet. He, uh, I I think this is from him, and maybe it's from the same. I don't know if it's from his podcast. We got to talk to Chris, man. We we got we got. He's a busy dude right Shout now. We got to talk yeah. to him. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a quote, I guess, from Chris Haynes saying that the Kings um, seem aggressive to make a move. Okay. So. Well. I I I love my brother Chris Haynes, but like I, okay, that's that's good. I don't know what to do with that. Like that's not a Chris Haynes thing. That's I, I James says that James James tells us I don't. What do you want me to do I with think, that? I think we heard the, the thing about it though is I think we heard different earlier in the week or maybe last week or something like that. Um, I thought I heard it was circulating that Sam Amick said that the Kings were not like overly aggressive. I don't like, think I'm allowed to listen to Sam Amick. I don't know the rules. I can read them. Oh, I don't know the rules. I saw it in text. I didn't. I didn't hear it in audio form. I got you. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble around here. Yeah. Um, but you know that would be the only one. <laughs> that would you know, that's what I thought. I heard maybe late last week, early this week, is that mm-hmm. they weren't pressed to make a move, and now there's a report from Chris Haynes saying they're aggressive to make a move, and like you said, James has said the same thing. And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about, too, with this team. I feel like they need a move, man. Mm. I feel like they need some new new blood, some new energy in that, in that locker room on that roster. Mm-hmm. And part of me believes a lot of these people might just be waiting. Like I said, we talked about it before, waiting for the other shoe to drop. When does this, when does this happen? so we can move on as a unit, whatever unit that is, so we can move on and try to be better. And um, 
I think they that that's the one thing I will say about last night that I, I was thinking and it had me thinking is I think they do need to make a move. They they, they need to they need to shore up this roster. Was there okay, so here here's here's where I get stuck with that. Everybody was extremely upset about the way and understandably the way that the defense was playing. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Woj, I think, said on TV the other night about the Kings pursuing a, I think the term was strong defender. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? I don't know. Like, what are we, ta- like, what, 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 are, what are we talking about? I found the clip, though. I don't know, I, and that's uh, not even what I'm looking for. It sounds like Matisse Thibel, like, if, yeah. to me. Um, shout out to our brother. Here's Chris Haynes. Nope. <laughs> No, it's fine. No, every this is a great day. Let's try this again. Here's our brother Chris. Keyword Haynes. Usher. Thank you. Oh, what a jerk. What a jerk. No, that was See, no, it's an inside we're talk about no, it. That's fine. No, no it's sorry. Not. Your boy, your no, boy threw you under the bus. We're gonna talk about it. No, yeah. no, that was wow. funny. That was funny. That was funny. What a jerk. That happened. That <laughs> the D-Lo oh. mess up yesterday. Oh, I messed up bad. But the funny thing is, it was it was I a, messed up bad. It was a harmless, simple mess up, but it was so random. That's was, what, that's what made it funny. It was, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. Like we pressed start right dumb. on over again and do it. It was so I was like, dumb. Where did that come from? Yeah, I fumbled the ball <laughs> yesterday. Boy had a bad day yesterday. Nah, that was just that was a funny moment. Here's our boy Chris Haynes. Something happened behind the scenes, I should say, that that I believe soured Pascal. Uh, with Sacramento, um, something you know, I, I'm not prepared to go all out and and, and say what I what I've heard. You know, I want to get some yeah. um, get more other sources involved with this, but I'm comfortable with saying something happened behind the scenes with that in which sour Pascal on Sacramento because um, Sacramento they they were they were a team of interest as well. And so, uh, but yeah, he's he's in the mix with Indiana. Indiana high gun running team. Uh, they they only get better with Pascal, and so it's good to see teams that's that's actually going for it. It's rare it's rare that you see small market teams. Okay, all right, Chris. I don't want to hear your love for the Pacers anymore. This is a good ball. Everything Chris said was right. I just don't want to hear it right now, Chris. Mr. Halliburton was having a good time last night. Well, oh man, I I, I do I do regret that. I actually wasn't sure if he'd make the trip know, with Tyrese sure not playing. I yeah. wish I wish I had gone out there to say to say hi to our he man. Probably, Mr. Halliburton. He probably don't even remember me. He remembers you though. That's Cap. That's big, big Cap. He definitely does. I wonder if he was. I think Mr. To our discussion about face of the league. I hope he was. I'm guessing he wasn't, but uh, no, I, th- I think Mr. Halliburton still peeps us out once in a while. In shout, fact, out, shout out to the whole Halliburton family. In fact, I know Mr. Halliburton still checks us out once in a while because he told me, so I'm, I'm, I'm confident he does. Shout out to the whole Halliburton family, man. Uh, uh, Great I, people. Somebody, somebody asked, I think in the chat or something, maybe during a break or something, they're like, uh, how long are we going to – like celebrate Tyreek when he comes or Tyrese when he comes here, like forever. Yeah, Tyrese is dope. Forever. Yeah, like Tyrese will always he be. He gonna get he always welcome standing him. ovation yeah. and you know in love every time he come here, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's love for Tyrese here in Sac. Yeah, he always welcome here for sure. I mean, Tyrese was booing Buddy last night. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He was booing he was booing Buddy, so he always welcome here. So and now, buddy, too, buddy, 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 shots too. buddy, six threes last night, only nine field goals, eight assists for Shivano mm. in a big time 36 minutes. I don't think he did. 
Uh, let me look. He locked up Kevin Herter one turnover. On one of them late plays say he only had one turnover. He, he locked up Kevin Herter on one of them late plays too. Yeah, Buddy Buddy Hield heard heard our top five Buddy moments and he played a good. He's like, game all right, I got night. you. I yeah. got you. He played a good game last night. Buddy Hill's a good ball player. We've said that repeatedly. I'll say it again. He's a good ball player. He just wasn't good for the Kings. I, like, he wasn't you know, a good fit for what they were trying to do. One one thing that will always oh, – I just looked at the clock. Let's come back. Um, there's more ahead. We'll, p- we'll pick up right where we left off. I promise I won't forget. Steel and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I love what we do for a living. This is a lot of fun. I'm so excited for the stuff we got going on at KSFM, man. Man. We're announcing the Soul Bloom lineup next week. Ooh. We got a night for lovers coming up on March 1st. That's so gonna be We're sending fire. people to Joe to see to Janet Jackson. Man. And that's all before concerts in the park. We don't even know what's going on with that. I mean, we know it's happening. We, gotta, we, we, we know, know people, a couple. Uh, we know a couple. I'm saying. Wing stop for everybody. <laughs> yeah, we in full effect, man. It's gonna be it's going to be a, a great, great summer to ride with us, man. We hope you all come along for the ride, and hopefully it involves a, a, a playoff run uh, from your Sacramento Kings here. I saw Ramsey a minute ago. Said, we were talking about Buddy Heald and the game Buddy had. Buddy played really, really well, and Ramsey said, you know, Shivano had eight assists. When does that happen? One thing that I'll stall Buddy out – I'm not going to stall Buddy out. You're responsible for your own actions. One thing I do think about with Buddy, though, mm-hmm. and I think about this with – Tyrese as well. Mm. Um, what would they have looked like with Mike Brown? Now Tyrese is different because I felt I don't I think everything came together with Demontis Sabonis. I feel like you would have been like shuffling and experimenting and doing all sorts of different things if you still had that kind of flooded backcourt the way that you did. And obviously Kevin Herter wouldn't be here. There'd be a a huge domino effect. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason Buddy Heald was here mm-hmm. with Mike Brown last year, would it have been different? Because I think part of the difference that we see in Buddy, though Buddy still has some of those Buddy tendencies, I think overall his game has his overall game has improved a lot mm-hmm. in Indiana. And I do think last night's game was personal for him, and he absolutely wanted to beat Sacramento, and he didn't want to dribble the ball off his foot, and he didn't want to do all of those things that 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 fans and maybe some radio show hosts make fun of. But I always wonder, like, what if Mike could Mike Brown have been that that calming voice that would have similar to what I think, and maybe calming voice is the wrong word for both of those guys. But he could he have been that influential voice? Could Mike Brown have been that influential voice the way that I think Rick Carlisle has been for Buddy in Indiana? It, it is absolutely possible. You know, it, it absolutely hasn't. Again, I get why the moves had to be made and all of that stuff. Yeah. But I every time I you know fire off a Buddy joke, I think about that. He was part of a terrible team with a terrible coach with 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 a, with a with a front office that was desperate for change. The 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 whole thing about for me, a lot of the times with sports is about people being in in roles that they can excel at and in situations that they can excel at. And Buddy Hill, when he was here, um, he was really asked to be like the second best player 
maybe mm. first on some nights. And I don't think he's that type of player. I don't think he's that level. And he's never been asked to do that in Indiana. No, it was Tyrese first, and yeah. it was Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. Now it, it, it's it's and if, Siakam, and, and it's like him and uh, him and Benedict Matherin kind of taking turn. Like if yeah. Buddy doesn't have it, then it can, he can pick up the slack and all this stuff. He was phenomenal last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's there's not as much on his plate. And when there's when you take things off of his plate, he can excel at the things that he's really good at, shooting the ball and, and being a sharpshooter. And it's worked to the best. So and I think uh Rick Carlisle's empowered him, mm-hmm. you know, to do those things. And like I said, taking things off of his plate so he can be the best basketball player he could be. And maybe Mike would have done the same thing. Yeah. It's it's hypothetical. Uh sometimes I feel like we're a little hard on Buddy. But. I think I, I think Sacramento's a little tough on Buddy a lot. Now he brought some of it on himself with he brought a lot of it with, on with himself the, with the with his comments, mm-hmm. right? But Buddy Hill, he was he was fine. I didn't like some of the energy he might have had. That would that would be my my biggest gripe with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Some of the energy he brought during those losing years, it didn't help things. For sure. Uh, but buddy, buddy was more than fine. Yeah, I also just I mean like as a player, like I I I I sympathize a little bit in the terms like who was going to succeed in that situation. Mm-hmm. Hell, some would make the argument even De'Aaron didn't. Right. And you know I definition of success in that conversation like but whatever but Mike is uh excuse me De'Aaron has been better in multiple categories mm-hmm. in overall game since Mike Brown has been here we have so. we, we have we have fun with it uh yesterday we have fun with it all the time man it is it's all jokes it's all good do you think Indiana comes to town next year or wherever he's at next year you think buddies could should keep getting booed I Should keep getting booed? Yeah. No, like I don't I, think so. I don't, he's not Spencer. Holmes. He's not right, 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 right. Like yeah. that's on site forever. He's yeah. not that. So I think we've had two years of fun. But it's almost <laughs> like it's almost funny, right? Is there is there ever a point where it's like endearing? Like if if they keep doing it, yeah. Like if he's in uh, Charlotte next year, yeah, and they keep booing him at that point, is it just a bit? Yeah, it feels like it's just a bit. And then maybe, you know, maybe at that point, it's like, it's fine. It's like when fans chant, you suck, at mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, because mm-hmm. it goes along with the theme music. It, Kurt Angle could be the biggest baby face in the company, but it goes along, they they, they do it, it's like, it's 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 cute, it's right. part of the show. Right. Kings fans booing Buddy Heald could be like a part of the show moving forward. I wonder how Buddy, Especially if he's not with Indiana. I wonder what, how Buddy feels about that. Well, he blew kisses to the crowd last night. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance. To when see he that. got booed, yeah, at yeah. the beginning, yeah. he got he got the big boo at the beginning, and he he did the he did the he did the whole thing. <laughs> there was a point where he checked in, and he got booed, and I felt like, and I could be completely wrong. I felt like he looked around, like really, but I could he could have been doing something else. I was, are they really still booing me? <laughs> We're winning by like ten. <laughs> I don't know, but. Hey, shout out, buddy, for a hell of a game. Shout yesterday. out, buddy, man. He played. He played his ass off yesterday. I mentioned um, my concern about De'Aaron's play recently and how maybe his All Star consideration could be evaporating right in front of us, which is crazy. Not the thought of it, but not your 
thought yeah. about it, but the thought that that's something that we even or he even has to deal with that's that's just crazy. To no, me. I, He's still I, a top ten scorer in this league. He's like number seven. He, I just he just he just doesn't get the grandfather treatment. And there's a stretch of I think it's like six or seven games from Orlando to Philadelphia where he averaged 18 points per game, 40% from the field, 33% from three, and 77% from the line. Most of those numbers go up once you start to include the 32-point game against Milwaukee, the 33-point game against Phoenix, and even the 24-point game last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The free throw number drops by five percent when you include mm. those games. It goes from seventy-seven percent to seventy-two. Mm. I don't think someone's going. Oh, De'Aaron can't be an all-star because he can't make free throws. I don't. I don't think that's a thing. I think the numbers are a little bit more surface. He obviously climbed a little bit in the st- the uh, standings, the voting, voting yeah. the voting that came out earlier this week. So I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a reality but I do have a bit of a concern when you start to pinpoint three-point games you know 19 point games different things like that combined with loss 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 these guys don't care about individual accolades I 100% understand that but this individual accolade could be slipping away if the Kings don't start winning games over this next week or so yeah man it's and it's crazy it's crazy because it doesn't feel like anybody Else is graded nope. on that on that scale. There's no conversation about the Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Oh, He's going to be an All Star, right? And that's Steph Curry. That's fine. It's nothing against him. But like even Devin Booker, like they have people like complaining that Devin Booker wasn't being looked at as an All Star until. And this was like last week when they were barely in the play in. They're like, it's a it's ridiculous that Devin Booker isn't getting. I'm sorry, what? He's a great ball player, but they're not even winning. Let De'Aaron Fox slip off for a week, and now all yep. of a sudden he's got to worry about yep. his spot. So, yep. yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but you're not you're not wrong. Uh, let's get our man. Wow, man, our man is back. Back. I'm happy about this. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Lazy? Oh man, let's Yo, go. D-Lo and KC. Yo, in the words of Drake, I'm going back to back. Uh, Yo, okay, up, okay, <laughs> Lazy, hang on. <laughs> Oh, Hang on, okay. Because I'm gonna say publicly what I said to Lizzy privately. Uh-huh. Lizzy, you did a fantastic job on that edit for Young Zell's video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely oh. terrific. Yeah. It has been a joy watching you execute this craft uh, over the last several months. You've done an amazing job as an, an edit as an editor and a creator, and I know that is your passion. I hope you continue to pursue it, uh, and I love, I love witnessing the growth in real time, man. You're killing it. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that, D'Lo. Yeah, yeah ahead, it's definitely my passion. You guys really that. helped me. Yeah, you guys really helped me, like, open doors for me and all that. So I, I'm always grateful for you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, go Even on with your happy ass, Lisa. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I just wanted to make uh, two comments about the Kings. Um, I think uh, number one issue is sometimes they kind of play to their competition. You know, if it's a game against the Bucks, they're probably going to get up and they're going to give their, uh, an effort. But sadly, as we saw last night, you know, when it's a team like the Pacers and they're under man, you know, you kind of take your competition, like, less serious. I think that's just an issue. It happens a lot with a lot of different teams. It's not just the Kings. And um, you guys talking about Buddy a little bit. I totally get everything you're saying. But, man, we got to stay focused on Bagley. We always get on Buddy. Bagley was refusing to check in games and stuff. Bagley deserves more. Yeah, more hate than I, 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 I hear you. I hear you, Lizzie. You know what I think that it is? 
Buddy going to be in the league a long time. Bagley's down so bad. He is down so bad. You see him ball out last night, though? I know. He balled out. No, I was I was busy being frustrated with what I was watching in Sacramento. Yeah, I, didn't, I, think, I didn't see none of I that. I think it was his first game with the Wizards. I want to see him like 22 and 10. Man, good for him. Did they win? I don't know. Oh. Hey, good for good, 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 good for Marvin. Um, Marvin Junior. They lost, by the way. He, oh, okay. He had twenty right. and eleven. Well, that's on brand. Twenty and eleven, three blocks, thirty nine minutes. I wanna. I know. I know. Lizzie wants us to hate on Marvin. I just, uh, you, you know, at this point, let them both live. That, you know, that to me, outside of. Spencer Hawes, who mm-hmm. was like, yep. yeah, I want this team out of here. So it's on site, you know, every time. You boom him. Outside of that. Jason Terry? Yes and no. Jason I mean, Jason Terry, Terry ain't coming Yeah, he, he not. Yeah, he, he don't. He didn't, he didn't do anything that sticks out in my mind forever for me to think that he should be booed, you know, just because he said, I won't come here. Like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but Bagley and Buddy – I don't know. I'm, I'm not not saying. Well, it like Bagley doesn't down. get booed here. They didn't even react. Yeah. When Bagley walked out, they did not even yeah. react. They didn't. They didn't. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm over that aspect with those two. Like you said, let those guys live. I hope they. Um, I hope they have prosperous NBA careers, man. Prosperous NBA careers. So, yeah, let them live, man. I feel like maybe maybe they booed him for a second. We were at that game. Weren't we? Yeah. Oh, I was. You were at well. No, you were at the matter. game. The game last year mm-hmm. when he came back with the Pistons, mm-hmm. they were on his ass all night. Were they? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember God. the first one. I don't remember them staying on him all night. Yeah, they oh, was. That's just, they, all right. <laughs> they they. It was it was the Buddy Hill treatment. It's wow, I do somebody. not remember that at all. Yeah, it's probably worse than Buddy. He got a technical. They got happy. I remember that. that. They got happy about that. They, yeah, they it was, was buddy level for real. Yeah. Hmm. Man, All right. I want to uh, let's let's get Manny. I do want to address the other thing Lizzie said though about playing down to your competition. I have a thought on that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 